Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. Welcome to the Equip podcast brought to you by Rise Ministries. I'm Pam Keneally, co-founder of this organization, and today Kim Heineke, Director of Operations, is with me. You know, in today's podcast, we want to talk about something that every mom desires to do, and that is raise a grateful kid, (laughs) to nurture thankful hearts. But it's often a tricky concept because when you start this training with toddlers, you soon discover that by nature they are self-centered little humans. (laughs) Yet within time and consistency on your part, Mom, they can soon learn to look outside their own one-person universe where eventually they can grow. As they grow older, they can become more sensitive to the feelings of others and maybe even develop the skill of empathy along with other life skills. So we want to talk today about gratitude because, you know what, it's not a second-tier character trait. In fact, it's foundational to viewing life with a healthy perspective. In fact, I read something the other day. A study at the University of California at Davis showed that grateful people report higher levels of happiness and optimism, along with lower levels of depression and stress. But here's the catch. Are you ready? No one is born grateful. It's learned. That means someone has to teach them, and guess who that someone is? So let's get started today with this topic. And Kim, I'm going to turn it over to you because I know right now you're in the process of raising two young boys yourself, and I've seen you model it so many times, but can you give me just some everyday practical examples of how you model being grateful or what you t- how you teach your kids about this most important trait? Yes, I think... It is that it's a real conscious effort because honestly, I am not always grateful. Sometimes I feel super grumbly Mm -hmm. on the inside, probably like all of us do. One of the things that I try to do with the boys is is to reframe a bad situation and help them see what could be positive in that. If we don't get to go to the movie one day because we ran out of money, we're at the end of our our little budget, I can say things to them like, you guys, so it didn't work out for us today, but we can be so grateful that we have a home where we can play games and enjoy each other, and we can be grateful that we can do this another day. Or there have been times where we have to stop what we're doing and go help somebody else. Maybe it's one of my older children that needs something. I can think of a specific time recently. We literally had to stop what we were doing and then go help him who had locked his keys in his car. Sure. And so it was one thing when they were grumbling to teach them to say, you guys, I know this is inconvenient, but let's be so grateful that we have the opportunity to help other people in our family and to love on them. And it's kind of a matter of using those words so that it becomes familiar to them, mm-hmm. using the words, let's be grateful, let's let's have gratitude, and, and modeling for them and teaching them what that looks like. Sure. And you know what? I did some study on that as well, and I read that even an 18-month-old especially between the ages of two and three, really can pick up on that. And they might not can talk, but you can, you know, say, what are you grateful for? And even a two-year-old can point mm-hmm. to something. So they do kind of get that concept. And then by the age of four, they they know more. They've got it. They realize they can be grateful for more things than toys. And they can right. start look at the attributes of kindness and empathy and giving to others. So, you, you know, it's never too... Uh, you can start as early as you want to. And you know what, Mom, if you're listening today and you're going, oh, I have not done that, and my children are, are in eighth grade, or it's never too late to start either. So I think God honors, don't you, Kim, mm-hmm, when we repent say, God, I just have failed in this area, <laughs> and we turn to him and say, God, help me afresh start this now. I think he honors that, don't you? I do, I do. There's that saying that says, when is the best time to plant a tree? 
30 years ago. <laughs> When's the second best time today? Yeah, that's you know, a good so one. So like if you didn't get started then, do it now. Thinking about gratitude, one of the best ways that I know to instill gratitude in children is to teach them to work. Mm. I have four boys, and there was not a weekend that went by that they didn't get out there and rake leaves, clean the garage, dust the furniture, sure. some kind of work. And then whenever they were old enough to work, they actually had to work. It teaches them to be super grateful for what you have sure, because you're working hard for that money. Sure. It just kind of instills a little work ethic, and it, it always taught my boys to be grateful. I love that. And you know what? I just want to address the mom that's sitting there going, I should model gratitude and being thankful, but I'm not. I'm just not right now. This is hard time for me, and don't talk to me about being grateful. <laughs> you're not in my shoes. I so get it. I remember a time... Um, being a single mom, being in a seminar, and the lady was talking about uh, offering forgiveness for people that had hurt you. And, of course, I came to the conference bitter. And so, you <laughs> hey, know, I've been to that I was one. like, you know what? What is she talking about? And I remember getting up, Kim, and stomping out of that conference thinking, I'm not listening to her. Mm-hmm. So don't <laughs> – what I'm saying is listen to the rest of the podcast, please. Don't turn us off yet. But but you know what? Ask God to, to help you see the benefits of being grateful, finding something to be grateful for, and – and God will walk you through this season. Just be honest with him and just mm-hmm. tell him because he wants to hear He wants to hear it. But first, I think before we can, you know, you can't give away what you don't have. So ask God to give you a smidget of it and give away that little smidget and God will multiply it. You know, so the first thing we want to do is probably live it. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? Something else I want to mention is teaching your kids to be grateful. Start when you're young is telling them, teaching them to be to like themselves, to be grateful for who they are. I have to tell you, Kim, I <laughs> picked up Kylie Ann from school the other day, and she got in the car and she now, said, "Now, how old is Kylie? Ann? Kylie is in first grade. Okay, and so she's sitting there in the back seat, and she goes, "I like myself. I like myself." I like my hair, I like my chin, I like my skin, I'm all wrapped in, I like myself. And then she clap, 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 I like myself. And I was just like, I said, Kylie, are you thankful to be you? And she's, I'm thankful to be me. Mm-hmm. And that's so precious. You know, she likes the that's skin, sweet. she's all wrapped in. And I just thought, you know, um, maybe we I can... need to sing that chant in the mornings <laughs> when I look at myself in, in the, the mirror. mirror. <laughs> I like myself, not, not, not. I like myself. No, um, but anyway, so I... That, is, that, that reminded me how sweet it is to do that. So let's talk about some other ways that we can teach the kids on the go how to be grateful, how to be thankful. You know, I remember the, the verses in Scripture, there's so many about Jesus that says, as he was going, he did this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And so we can teach as we are going. And without it being a sit-down lesson, we have to talk. It can be an as we're going uh, uh, teaching apart for us so as you are going Kim can you think of any ways that you have taught gratitude as you were going something comes to mind in uh, my children know that I love a beautiful sunset I love a beautiful sunrise I love it when the moon is full when it's anything in the sky like that and one of the things that we can teach our kids as we are going as you say is just to be grateful for the things that God has made and to model praise for that. I, kn- I know I often say to the boys when we're driving, do you see that moon? And then I w- might just pray out loud. I might say something like, Father, we are so grateful for the, the moon and the stars that you've set in place. Sure. Your, your word says that the heavens declare, you know, your glory. And so as we are going, 
the tiny little things. I homeschool the two younger boys. If somebody does a whole day without the fussing, the incessant <laughs> fussing that comes along with homeschool, I will say to them, I am so grateful for your heart mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful that you were teachable and that you were respectful to me. And I thank you for that. And then I might even I might even pray, you know, Father, thank you for, for Jackson, who is a kind heart today and who was a willing who had a willing spirit about sure. him. So just just the tiny little things teach them to be grateful in the smallest of things. Sure. Just as I, it comes to you. I love that. And I love for you to use the words thankful, grateful, gratitude, makes my heart happy, mm-hmm. makes my heart dance. Use those words to paint an image to them. What does it mean to be grateful? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, those awe-inspiring moments. You know, yesterday, Kim, I was driving down the road, and I saw the trees that, um, of course, it's fall time right now. And I saw the most gorgeous red tree and right next to to it a yellow, and I wished I'd had somebody in the car with me that I could have just stopped and just talked about the beauty and the awe around Mm -hmm. us. It would have been a wonderful teaching moment. Call me. (laughs) Call you. I'll say, (laughs) go see that tree on 51st Street or something like that. I'll send you over there. But you know what? Something else, another way to teach gratitude is... um, you know, there's just so many ways. Perhaps you might want to just think maybe about things you could do around the house. Something like, uh, I call it whiteboard things. Put a whiteboard and just, there's so many things around the house to do in front of their door. And as they as they see something they're thankful for, they can write on the, on the whiteboard. Or if you see something they're doing well, like being thankful or being kind to their brother, I like the way you didn't did do this or this right on their whiteboard and then maybe by the end of the week you can as a family read the whiteboards and erase that something not just not something just audible but visible mm-hmm. for them to kids love games just make make it a, a fun game for them to to do that and um you know something else might be um a gratitude journal um, have you ever kept a gratitude journal or know anything about what that might look like? I know what that is, and honestly, I just have never kept one. It's not that I'm not grateful. Okay, well. I just haven't <laughs> written it down. Well, I started a, grat- a gratitude journal, but I haven't been real consistent, so aren't we good teachers today? <laughs> don't, don't stop listening. I know. Don't, don't, don't do what we don't do. So, um, But anyway, no, you know what? I started last January. It's got it at home. It's, it's my gratitude journal, and... Um, so here it is, almost the end of the year, but uh, I have written in it some things I'm grateful for and to highlight it and just to be mindful of those things so that as the years come, I can look back and see mm-hmm. that. So I could be better at that, but what, how wonderful for a child to have a gratitude journal, you know. So um, when, you, when you talk about that, it, it makes me think about we, we aren't just grateful for the really good things. Sure. I know in the last couple of years, you know, our families walked through some some difficult things. And on a number of occasions, I've said to one of my sons, I am grateful for how difficult this is because I do believe that suffering has its purpose mm-hmm. and and it can push you to the heart of God. And so I would also say, as somebody's listening to this, if you're walking through something that's really hard, don't just fuss about it, but look for a way to be grateful for how difficult it is. I have never been more desperate for a work of the Lord than I have been in the last 24 months with Mm -hmm. our family. And learning to be grateful for those difficult times that hurl me to his feet is something I would never give up. I do believe that that suffering has its purpose. So it's not just being grateful for the good things. Sure. It's being grateful for things that are that are maybe hard, because the truth is like the seasons of life that were hard for me 
I could still somewhat, I could be grateful for what he might do with those in the future. Let's sure. say that because now I can sit across the table from someone who might be going through the same thing and I can kind of walk them through it. And I'm so grateful for those hard things. Sure. So as you come up on Thanksgiving or whatever season of the year it is, you know, cause that's when we're thrust with thinking about being grateful for all these beautiful and wonderful things. Don't discredit some of the really cruddy stuff that you've walked through because those those have meaning. Sure, they do. And you know what? <clears throat> I'm glad you said that because it helps the mom that's saying, "I don't feel grateful," mm-hmm. or I, "It's I can't I can't be grateful." But but we can tell God the truth of how we feel and yield it and saying, "God, I'm not happy about this, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean I can't trust you in it and be grateful for what you're going to do in it." Because the word says, "I'm confident of this very thing that He who began a work in me right. is going to complete it." So. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that, that is so wonderful to do, to be able to consider. Um, you know, I guess that's why God calls a sacrifice of praise. It's pleasing to him because it's a sacrifice to say you're grateful when you're going through a hard time. That's good. That's a true sacrifice of praise, and I, I consider that that's often. Good. You know what, uh, with it being Thanksgiving, I, I want us to think we want to be grateful beyond Thanksgiving, but since this is kind of this, this time of year for us right now, I think we can even maybe with our kids talk about things they don't have and maybe use the story of the pilgrims and revisit that story on the Mayflower and how half the people starved to death by the time they got to Massachusetts and and once they got there there wasn't enough food there was no fruit and they were sick and with disease and from lack of vitamin C and you know I did a little bit of research on that it says 14 out of 18 moms died because they gave their food to their children and so we can just let our kids hear the gruesomeness of our founding fathers Mm -hmm. and then make a list of what we're grateful for that you're going to a Thanksgiving dinner and um and we all get to eat so and if they fuss if they fuss they don't they don't eat Just for that meal. Come I know. On, just that, that meal. I know. But, you know, I, I would think use the Thanksgiving season to maybe look at real practical ways mm-hmm. that you can incorporate that into their day as well. So that that's a thought as well. You know what? Um, also, I think we can maybe um, uh, uh, use this time of year to, like you said, you do it so well, Kim, where you bring scripture into things. You say something, you said the Bible says or the, the God's word tells us to be, but... But, you know, how wonderful to be able to sit down and maybe draw out scripture, have a fun little activity where you give them a piece of paper and you have them draw out maybe a verse, 1 Corinthians 1, I thank, I thank my God for you, or something where you allow them to, I call it picture scripture, just mm-hmm. draw a picture. So, you know, if your kids are into art, there's a lot of things you can do to stir up that creativity mm-hmm. with their God-given talent, and that's something fun to do as well. You could also, you know... We tend to sit around the table and everybody talks about what they're thankful for. I know one year I had instructed everyone to bring an object to the table. And I was hoping that that would spark a little bit more creativity, not just everybody's going to say, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my mom or, you know, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, I should be at the top of the list. Okay. <laughs> everybody just says kind of the general same things. But when you had to bring an object to the table... They had to put a little bit more thought into it. And then everybody at the table would guess, like, oh, I think you brought, someone brought like a six of hearts. I don't know if that was me or one of my sons. But they were, you know, they they brought an object and you had to guess why they brought that object. And that's something that's kind of a fun little twist on what are you thankful for. 
I love that. I had already made up in my mind if somebody came down those stairs with their video game controller, <laughs> we were going to dance in Knuckle Junction. It was going to be bad, but yeah. they must have picked up on that. Nobody did. That, aren't you grateful they did? I am grateful yes, for that. You know, it reminds me, too, if you could just think, be, be creative and think outside the box that you might even have a rose sitting in a vase and say, a rose is beautiful, but... It, it smells beautiful. It's wonderful. I can be thankful for the things that smell good in my life. But what makes up a rose are the thorns. It's all a part mm-hmm. of the beauty of the rose. And I don't know, just let them pass around a rose and prick themselves a few times. And then they would just start, start to think, you know, I, I think I like the smell of the rose better. Exactly. But it certainly leaves an impression. So That's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, my four boys passing that around the table. That's not even bidding, getting past somebody's smacking their brother with that. Yeah, that's that's a good opportunity for them to uh, poke each other for sure. To be boys. But how about um, things they can do as a family, Kim, outside the home to teach them gratitude? Um, I I recall when I was a single mom, or maybe just you, maybe you're going to be alone by yourself for Thanksgiving. And I remember the year my kids were with their father Thanksgiving Day. They were always with Mm -hmm. their dad Thanksgiving Day. So Thanksgiving was always difficult for me. I got him Christmas, but he always got him Thanksgiving. And and I just have lots of memories of Thanksgiving Day being so empty for me. And I would just have to be thankful for, turn to the Lord and, and just be thankful for, for what I did have. I remember one year going to the homeless shelter and serving, you know, people that didn't have a home. And their children were in much worse shape than mine were. And it just did something for my heart. It's not saying I liked the situation I was in, but sometimes moms, we just have to be careful. We don't let ourselves get in a pity party place Mm -hmm. that we are the only ones that can pull us out of it. And you, we just have to make decisions to do, to do things, to put us in a place to receive God's blessing. And maybe that's where you are this year. Decide to put yourself in a place to allow the presence of God to give you a personal blessing. And, um, I just remember the year I did that. And, as a single mother, so I, I understand if the holidays can be hard for you. Mm-hmm. I understand that as well. Yeah, it, it, it can be tricky. There's, sometimes you're sending your kids off, and, it's, and you, you're right. You might find yourself alone. But, um, I mean, so often in situations like that, we can almost make agreements with a lie that might come to your mind that says, well, you're all alone, and your kids are having more fun someplace else. We can almost make agreements with that. Mm-hmm. And throw ourselves more into a, you know, a pity party rather than choosing to be grateful. I mean, I really was, I did learn to be grateful that my children enjoyed going with their dad. I want them to enjoy him. Sure. I don't want to have lunch with them. Sure. But <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Sure, sure. Well, and I want to speak too for the moms that are listening that are widows and mm-hmm. that are going through Thanksgiving. And it's just so painful because you miss them and... All the commercials on TV, they don't show single moms eating Christmas dinner by herself. They don't show all the right. advertisement of the holidays is, is the happy family sitting around the tree or, or whatever. And it, it can just be so painful. And that's just when it's a divine opportunity for you as a widow to say, God, I draw near to you. And I, I'm going to let this be an opportunity for me to just absorb some personal quiet time with you and and to just be able to find my refreshment in you. And it may be great for you that afternoon to just go to a movie, to just go right. do something for yourself, right. pamper yourself, you know, go Take do something for a you. Nap. 
nap in a <laughs> Take pee. a nap for me. Yeah, for Kim. <laughs> she, she, she's rattled. She needs a nap. So, you know, just don't pamper yourself and let it be okay that that you pamper yourself and take advantage of it. So when the kids come back, you can you can share with them about um, what your Thanksgiving was like. Of course, if you're a widow, it's a different situation because your kids are with you the whole time. But my heart goes out, as I know Kim's does, for our moms that are listening that, that are widows and the difficulty the holidays can bring. So, Kim, tell me some things that you have done with your kids in your house maybe that have spurred them on to be uh, thankful for other people or to look outside themselves? Um, did anything in particular come to mind that you're thinking we, we, we did this activity together or we made you know, cards for other people or we wrote thank you notes to other people? Or does anything come to your mind? Because I've got a few myself. Well, and, and um, yeah, we do more between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, like mm-hmm. in our little traditions. But even things like just talking about it a lot. Um, the holiday season is a lot of family. And so I usually have my boys write letters throughout the year, you know, just to different family members. Some of that's just a school project, but it is also nice for them to acknowledge how thankful they are for a particular person. Um, I do have them write thank you notes. That is a lost art yes, today. It is. You know, I'm not even that great at it, although I make sure that my kids write them. But just talking about it a lot, even even just asking questions. It's Thanksgiving. Like, what are we what are we thankful for? And taking little situations and just trying to unpack it a little bit and talk about what the Bible says about the condition of our heart. Sure, sure. Well, you know what? I think too that that. Um, we could call that postcard gratitude oh, where we good. we just we have postcards in the car and they're sitting on your dashboard. The kids know they're up there and say as you're driving down the road, do you think anybody we run into today might need a postcard gratitude from us? And they may you may send it to someone who serves the country. You may some your child might get home and say your teacher's sick or a friend is sick or or, you know, just teaching them the just a postcard is, I don't know how much is a stamp now, it's 50 cents or less or something, Yeah, you know. So just uh, just let them draw, if they can't write, they can draw a picture, just a way to be able to to reach outside themselves and allow them to show their gratitude maybe through a postcard. Or, you know, I saw something the other day, it was called appreciation balloons, where they were grateful for something, and they maybe for their mom or, or their teacher, and they rolled up a little card, and put it inside a balloon and put their na- teacher's name on the outside of the balloon and were able to give her the balloon and just just think, thinking of ways that makes being grateful fun mm-hmm. and makes That's grateful fun make it make it a fun activity for them and you'll be surprised at at uh, at what comes back and the things they will mention to you that you hadn't even thought about and it, and, and it can be things like let's go help a neighbor pull weeds. Let's go help someone rake leaves. Sure. Sometimes that great, it's just being grateful to have friends. It's being grateful that you have the um, ability to help somebody else, I think teaches them a lot too. Sure. And you know, I, something else that, that, you know, talking about cards, you could even pre-make cards and have them pre-made and then maybe on a rainy day, think about sending them or or sending to somebody in need that just comes across your mind. So that's certainly something. You know, if you have little ones, you can role-play gratitude. I know. I used to <laughs> remember a time that I role-played uh, with Jason and Sarah. I was a single mother about how fun it was to 
brush their teeth and, and make their bed. And, and That's I had, really I had, fun. Oh, yes. And had sticker charts where they got to crawl up on the chair and put a sticker sticker on their making their bed or make, make a sticker, you know, some kind of a sticker chart where it really becomes a fun way for them mm-hmm. to to consider others and, and be grateful. There's lots of ways. And, you know, you could even have them role play. Um, um, I remember coming in, I was trying to teach them um, to obey me with a nice voice. And so I went into a room and I said, we're going to play a game. And, and I have it on video, which is one of my kids' favorite things to see today on what it looks like to be grateful. So I went in there and I said, um, Sarah, show me what it looks like to be grateful. Because she always liked that side of the game. And she says, Mommy, and she, she was just really dousing. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. Thank you for my toothbrush. And thank you, God, that I have teeth. And thank you. She loved that part <laughs> of the game. But Jason's side of the game was, Jason, show me what it looks like not to be grateful. Well, he loved that. He, he loved to show out and not be grateful. I hate my toothbrush. I hate my this. I, you know, he loved to play that side of it. But, you know, you can just make it a fun way by using, doing little plays or have them pull out their animals and let them make up a story. And the giraffe thanks the, the you know, the monkey for being a good friend or being <laughs> thankful. So there are so many ways you can incorporate it in today. And I want to tell you, Mom, if you ask God to cultivate in you a grateful heart, mm-hmm. you'll be surprised what he puts in your own heart and how to use your sphere and your things in your house to please him mm-hmm. and to pass that on to your kids. But we have to ask God to cultivate in our own hearts an attitude of gratitude. I love that. My friend, Cindy Beal, she will say, you can't feel your way to an action, but you can often act your way to a feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that is so true, especially when you talk about gratitude. There's a scripture I wanted to read. It's Psalm. Oh, it just left. Oh, well, it's in Psalm. I can't tell okay. on the it's, top of my phone. It's, it's in the off. Bible. It's, it's in the Bible. Like 104, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read it. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And nowhere in there does it say on the days that you feel like it mm-hmm. or when everything is going well. You know, and, and I think you're exactly right. If we ask God to cultivate a, a, a spirit of gratitude in us and we are obedient to be grateful to him, even on the days that we don't feel like it, you you turn around 30 days later and you actually are grateful sure. because you've practiced that. Sure. Whatever you're looking for, that's what you're going to find. Exactly. And that happens to be my favorite verse. It's a verse right now that I'm really thinking a lot about, um, Kim, is enter his, his, um, his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Because uh, I remember when I used to go see my children in Hawaii, it was the culture. When you walked in their house, you entered their house by taking off your shoes. Hmm. It was just the polite thing to do. So I'm thinking, and I think about it every morning when I pray to the Lord, it says, Pam, enter my house. You can come in, but enter with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just come barging in. You, you can enter, but enter my gates with thanksgiving. Yeah, that's good. Okay, Lord, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. I'm desperate, but I'm going to enter with thanksgiving. Lord, thank you that I have legs at work or whatever. God, thank you. Enter my gates with thanksgiving, my courts with praise. God, I praise you because you're faithful. I praise you because I believe you, even though I don't see it. So I think when we enter his gates with thanksgiving and then we enter his courts with praise, I think then we set our hearts in a position to have a bigger picture of who our God is. Yes. And it pleases him. And so um, I'm glad you read that verse because it truly is. You probably know where it is. No, I don't. (laughs) But you just said it was in the Bible somewhere. So that's good enough for me. That's good. 
Well, you know, this has been just so delightful today. I hope it's been something that has blessed your heart as well. I hope you've received some new ideas today that have triggered your, I guess, your mommy tank Mm -hmm. and how you can instill gratitude in your kids. And you know what? Not just Thanksgiving gratitude, but a gratitude that goes beyond, way beyond. Friend, we would love to hear uh, your thoughts on this topic, or maybe you could ask questions and we could answer on future podcasts. So if you would leave us a comment on social media or email us, if you would, we would appreciate that at, at info at ariseministries.net. You know, I want to leave you with a thought. As a single mother, you are not alone. God is your heavenly parent in that home, and he wills, he wills for you to succeed with your kids in teaching them the value of being thankful. So, Mom, I want to encourage you. I did so many things with my kids when I was a single mom, and I thought they were not getting it or even noticing all my little games. But trust me, they got it. And today they're doing the same little games with their kids. So just do it and leave the results to God. Friend, if you enjoyed our podcast today, we invite you to uh, subscribe to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to visit our website at www.ariseministries.net. And there you'll see videos, articles, podcasts, online Bible studies specifically for single moms. Lots of tools for navigating real life. So thank you for listening today and have a grateful day. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.